Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a joy to once again come before the Holy Scriptures to meditate upon the Word of God. And for today's meditation, let us turn to Psalm 131. Psalm 131. This is the 12th Psalm of the Song of Ascents. Often in the Psalms, we see a frenzy of prayer that is happening by the believer, prompted by the fears related to one's existence, his survival, the deliverance from the enemies, etc., etc., but in this psalm, it is very different because it talks more like entering into a peaceful and a restful state. Beloved, how necessary it is for all of us in our pilgrim journey of life to realize that it is possible to enter into a restful state irrespective of the circumstances of life. Peace of God is a gift from God and we need to yearn and strive for that peace. This psalm is attributed to David and we can see that surely in his troubled and turbulent life, David was a person who adopted the principle of the psalm very successfully because he had that quiet and restful attitude towards God. In this psalm, it is only three verses and we see three different qualities of a believer that is reflected in these three verses as this believer slowly matures in the Lord. We see that these three qualities come to place in his life. The first quality that we see in Psalm 131 verse 1 is one of humility. Psalm 131 verse 2 talks more about the confidence and Psalm 131 verse 3 talks about the hope. So let us look at these three different qualities one by one. We will read Psalm 131 verse 1 and the word of God says, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up, my eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things that are too great or too marvelous for me. This verse talks about two different heart attitudes and two types of actions. A heart that is lifted up and eyes that are lifted high are not good symbols in the Bible. It shows pride and godly, ungodly ambition. Dearly beloved, let us realize that not everyone is called to do everything. Only a humble man can know his limits. And real humility comes from knowing God and the greatness of God. The psalmist here talks about proud and haughty things, selfish ambitions. It comes from arrogance and the presumptuous nature of mankind. Great and marvelous things that are mentioned here in verse 1 are those plans and projects of mankind which are too grandiose. In the context of an individual, it could mean that these are the projects and plans that bring glory to one's self, that make him popular, that make him famous. Alternately, in another context of that of an individual, it could be thoughts and concerns for tomorrow, which makes a person feel insecure. Even those could be understood as things which are too great and marvelous for me. In either case, we need to understand one thing. Greatness in the eyes of the world is very different from greatness in the eyes of God. Please note, ambition in itself is not a bad thing. God always calls us to do more than what we would have achieved independent of him. A Christian is called to set high standards for himself. But ungodly ambition goes beyond the realm of God's blessing. It tries to accomplish man's plans with methods which are lower than God's methods. And its motives and motivation strays from that of the glory of God and it attempts to bring glory to mankind himself. 
the greedy man tries to do more than what he was called to do and ends up losing the peace and becomes restless and disquieted in his life jeremiah chapter 45 verse 5 says do you seek great things for yourself seek them not for i am bringing a disaster upon all flesh but i will give you your life as a price of war in all the places to which you may go knowing the greatness of our god and his mercy towards us let us then learn the attitude of humility let us then desire to be humble towards him and let us have that attitude of not looking at things which are too great for us remember as the psalmist says let us not lift up our hearts in the presence of god let our eyes not be lifted at things which are too high let us not occupy the heart with things that are too great and grandiose for us but rather let us come to verse 2 where the word of god says i have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother like a weaned child is my soul within me the second verse talks about confidence that is there a restful attitude that is there for this child of god people of real faith learn to calm their hearts in faith faith doesn't always mean we go about at- attempting to be restless and doing something for the lord faith means we also have to learn to calm our hearts and lean on the lord and rest on him this attitude comes from a heart that knows the sovereignty of god in the present circumstances knowing god as the god of space and time and knowing that what he ordains will come to pass will help us to have a calm and quiet attitude to our life dearly beloved even the worst thing that happens in our life can work out for our good as it says in romans chapter 8 verse 28 we know that for those who love god and those who are called unto his purpose all things work together for good for those whom he foreknew he also predestined to conform to the image of the son in order that he might be the first born among many brothers we see the sovereignty of god at work in all circumstances in our life and this child of god in sam 131 verse 2 he says i have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother a child before it is weaned it is restless and always clamors for the mother's attention but a child after it is weaned will be quieter knowing that its mother is nearby for its security and being weaned he doesn't always cry out for milk like an infant in these verses we understand that this calm and quiet attitude of the heart comes as a result of a progression from infancy to becoming a child there is a maturity there is a growth that we are seeing here and dearly beloved jesus wants us to rest assured in him with this particular god confidence real confidence comes from knowing who you are in Christ Jesus and with that knowledge comes the confidence that whatever happens in my life my god is in control and hence i can have a calm and a quiet attitude to life we need not be restless we need not be disquieted we can enjoy the peace of god in all circumstances in our hearts which brings us to the third verse and the word of god says o israel hope in the lord from this time forth and forevermore if humility and trust are present day qualities or virtues hope is always for the future state it is 
the expectancy that we have today for a good and a favorable outcome tomorrow jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says for i know the plans i have for you so declares the lord it is plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope while this is mentioned in the context of israel and their return from the ca- captivity we very much know that these are pl- applicable for us also each and every single child of his can rest assured knowing that the plans that god has for us are for our welfare it is not to bring evil upon us it is for a future and it is for hope that god has called us we have a living hope every christian every child of god can hope for a future and eternity that is spent with god in the presence of god with the favor of god this is the blessed hope that each one of us has o israel hope in the lord from this time forth forevermore with this kind of hope that is given to us what is our responsibility if we have that hope in order to understand that let us turn to 1 john chapter 3 verse 2 and 3 1 john chapter 3 verse 2 and 3 and the word of god says there beloved we are god's children now and what we will be has not yet appeared but we know that when he appears we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is and verse 3 says and everyone who has this hope purifies himself as he is pure dearly beloved the hope that we have about an eternity with christ jesus promises promotes us to make sure that our life is being made purer each day the word of god says everyone who has this hope about an eternity that is spent with jesus purifies himself as he our lord is pure please note here that the sam goes into the mode of a community prayer here if verses 1 and 2 were individual verses now in verse 3 the word of god says o israel meaning a heart that is matured in the lord empties itself himself of all selfish ambition that is what we see in verse 1 in verse 2 we see that a heart that is matured in the lord is secure in the sovereignty of god and is calm and quiet and he has a blessed assurance and then what he does is he draws his community together in the hope in the lord that they share about a future that is joined with him beloved let us likewise empty ourselves of all vain ambition let us aspire to grow in christ to be quiet and calm resting in him hoping for a blessed future with him may the lord comfort us and encourage us through the meditation of the scriptures may god bless you